Oh, yes. We are dishing it out once again. I am Bombshell Billy, along with my cohort, my partner in crime. Big Papa. There he is, Big Papa. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Ooh, I'm going to so, start. Wait. Jake, I'm, at, I'm, I'm at the studio, and for video's sake, you're at home. I am at home. Uh, we had a little uh, scheduling conflict. I got some shit going on, so... We're going to try something a little different here this time. Uh, definitely will not be the norm, but we're going to try it out. We are virtual. I am from the uh, Bomb Shelter Studios, and you are from the Big Papa Studios. This is true. This bomb is very, very studio? true. I have not heard that one yet. That's right. The Bomb Shelter. That's a new one. B O M B S H E L L T E R. Bomb Shelter. Bomb Shelter. Hyphen. Turd. 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 No. You were wrong. Right. Wrong. Never mind. Shut up. Did I'm going to start. Or tur. Tur. Shelter. Oh, I'm sheltered. Okay. Perfect. Wait. <laughs> Son of a. I'm going to start things off just like this. I got, home. I got home from work. I had me a little something, something, threw something together. I had some of this uh, blackened chicken that comes in a freezer. You know, you put it on the microwave plate whatever blah 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 comes in a freezer oh it comes in it comes frozen comes in a free it comes in a freezer they deliver a giant freezer and the food yeah, right there. it's perfect get in a freezer here that's how i have to order my food um i uh grabbed a few pieces threw them in the microwave got a wrap out low carb wrap but boy that was ruined quick put some of the chicken on the wrap put a little okay. shredded cheese on there a little lettuce so far so good not so bad I got some of that pineapple habanero uh, finishing sauce that I told you about a few weeks ago. Put oh, some yeah. of that on there. Took a bite. Fantastic. And then I saw it. I saw it still sitting on the counter from when somebody else had dinner. Bag of tater tots? Oh, no. A, a, little, uh, a little container of queso. So oh. I heated a little bit of that up. Put that on top of the pineapple stuff in the. Now it's just went from like a little chicken, little lettuce, little bit of cheese, on a low carb wrap to just something disgustingly fattening. Well, the queso is not carbs, bro. Fat, bro. This was good. (laughs) The ingredients on the back of the of the pineapple stuff. First number one ingredient: cane sugar. What that's, kind of cane? That's good was for it, you, right? Was it the, was it Colonel Cane? Or just see? <laughs> You're a funny guy. You're Think a about funny it. guy. So I had uh, I had a little jasmine rice with some grilled and a uh, little sesame oil and some. Some mixed oriental vegetables or Asian vegetables or vegetables. vegetables. So uh, it's a nice, uh, kind of felt like I was a sake bomb. Nice. It was a good, it was a, it was a good meal. Asshole. Much rather had a meatball sub or something. But. Right. That's good though. Asshole. Yes. Yes. You are an asshole. Yes. Asshole. So. Let's talk about, uh, I got a subject I want to bring up. I want to talk about it. It's a subject we talk about doing for a while, and it's a subject that is close to the heart of dishing it out because it's right up our alley. 
dishing it out Bowling? with me and the big guy. So I want to talk about sidekicks, TV and movie sidekicks. But not only that, podca- side- podcast sidekicks. Because yep. as you know, Billy. Big Papa is my sidekick. You're such a dick. <laughs> I wanted to get it out before you did. <laughs> See, right now, the well, camera's flipping you off and you're just sitting there. Behind the pole. Because I'm unaffected. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> you are just standing there behind a pole right now. Busy with my pizza. Eating a piece of pizza. Did you see that I, I fixed that video? I, I'm going to post that. Yeah, I saw you. that. You're going to post it, are you? Okay. Yeah. All right. The uh, video. It's just three minutes long. It'll be a nice little, little something to laugh about. You ever hear the saying with friends like that, who needs enemies? I, I did, and then I got I'm, divorced. I'm living it. <laughs> and then you got divorced. <laughs> nice. But yeah, sidekicks. Are you talking about like uh like Batman and Robin sidekicks? Batman like- and Robin, yeah. So there's TV sidekicks, there's movie sidekicks. Um Yeah. So there's the the uh top notch second bananas. Huh? You know what's but what I've noticed is that a lot of times these secondary characters were so strong that they carried the, uh, they really carried the show. Somebody like Kramer on Seinfeld or, or Costanza. Yep. They, they, they were just as big. And I think that you'll find if you look up some TV history, that the people on friends, um, they weren't all equals in the beginning. You know, they didn't all get the same paycheck. And then all of a sudden it turned into uh, an ensemble cast. Yeah. They, they kind of went, Hey, we're not doing this if we're not all getting paid the same, you know, the other two, the two original precast members are going, yeah. Right. Before these dicks all start whining, but we're making like a million bucks an episode each, each. I don't, I don't know, man. I think like the cast of Seinfeld was, uh, I would almost consider them an ensemble cast, wouldn't you? I know the name is Seinfeld and Jerry Seinfeld is, you know, Definitely. one of the stars, but I, I would say it's an ensemble, at least almost like you described Friends. I would say that maybe um, Seinfeld turned into an ensemble. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And and, and you couldn't imagine the show. I mean, look at Big Bang Theory. Right. Per, per, those, it, not one of them could hold the show on their own. But as a group, unstoppable. Right. And, and they were all, all of them were really nobodies except for, except for uh, Galecki. Um, you know, he had to start when he was a kid. I don't know if you remember his, one of his first movies. No. Vacation. Christmas oh, Vacation. Oh, okay. Okay. Huh. He was rusty, and he grew up. Then he then he was on Roseanne. Yes, for, yes, yes, yes. Yep. And then for went to Big Bang Theory with a couple things in between. But you know, I think he's gonna he'll go down in history as as Leonard. He will be Big Bang Theory through and through. Nice, you know. So I got a I've a, as you because you love it so much. I have a list, a list of you have a list TV a lisp. I have a lisp. Yeah, we have three. Here's my lisp. <laughs> I'm just going to throw some at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch What's Happening? Hey, hey, we, hey. What's is happening? That, is everything we're going to talk about today back in the 80s? No, not at all. Because What's Happening actually was like the 
early 80s, late 70s. No, right? it wasn't. It, yeah, it was in the 70s. It had nothing to do with the 80s. It ended in 79, so nice try. Yeah. Fred, rerun Stubbs, the sidekick of... J.J. Dynamite Walker. Oh, my God. I hate you. Wrong show? Raj. Raj. Roger. Apparently, you didn't watch that. Well, moving on. Which one was was J.J. Walker on? Good times. Isn't that what you just said? No. I said, what's happening? Okay. Oh, Go ahead. Pay attention. You motherfucker. Yeah, well, I'll, we'll let you take your time machine what, back. So, we'll, oh, here's one that goes back to 1926. <laughs> 1926? Yeah, I'll give you the I'll give you the main character, and you tell me who they think the sidekick is. Gracie, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet. There you go. See, because there was Eeyore, there was Tigger, but Piglet was always with Pooh. You're Winnie. I'm Piglet. <gasps> Here's a good one. Stuck in your honey it took, jar. It took this long to get there, but <laughs> who is Jack Tripper's sidekick? Oh, what was his name? I can picture him with the brown leather jacket and the goofy bouffant. The chest hair hanging out. Yeah. Again, that's your show, man. Larry Dallas, baby. Larry Dallas. I knew we'd come. Every, all roads lead back to Three's Company. This regal beagle horn dog was truly man's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Stop reading <laughs> that. That's what it says. That's a, it's the greatest <laughs> last line of any description. Yeah. Regal beagle, beagle horn dog. I don't want to mute your line. Go ahead. Oh, they got Jay. They got Silent Bob sidekick to Jay in here. I don't know about that. Aren't well, they? Weren't they kind of equal? Well, no, God, no. Kevin Muse was. Uh, he's he talked. Jay, Silent Bob didn't talk. But why didn't Silent it, Bob talk? He only usually would have one line per movie, maybe really? two. That's awesome. Because it was just, it was like, holy shit, he just talked. Right, right. You know, I don't know if you watched any of the movies. Like, I didn't. Oh, dude, hilarious. I don't know why, but I didn't. Your good friend looked like Silent Bob for years. There you go. That's why he got his radio name from there. Right. Uh, sidekick to David Letterman. This should be a, a no-brainer. Letterman? Oh, that was, uh, what's his name? The guy in the piano, Paul. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, yeah. Paul Schaefer. Schaefer? Si Noah. Schaefer? No, I like it 70s style. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sidekick. Was, to, sidekick. It was the Bush administration, wasn't it? That was the Bush administration. Sidekick to Alice. Alice? Uh, that would be Dottie. No, not Dottie. Uh, what's her name? Flo. Kiss my grits. Yeah. Oh, here's a layup. Sidekick to Fred Flintstone. Hey, Fred, Barney Rubble. Hey. We're kind of like Fred and Barney, aren't Fred, we? Flint, Fred and Flint, yeah, Fred and Flintstone. Fred Flintstone, <laughs> Barney Rubble, were the Ralph Cramden and and Norton uh, of of the cartoons. You, you, well, you know that's what they were based off of, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and Conceived down, uh, as the prehistoric honeymooners. Right. And the same disposition, that same, you know, Yep. Fred was like Fred was like the grouchy one, and Barney was like, "Hey, <laughs> almost the same voice too." 
Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Who was Bar- who was Barney voiced by? Who was Barney voiced by? Uh huh. I I have it in front of me. That's why I'm asking. It's kind of kind of interesting. I don't know. Mel Blanc, but... the genius behind Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. No kidding. Uh huh. I'll be damned. Yeah, you don't have to be damned. Sidekick to Laverne DeFazio and Shirley Feeney. Sidekick to both of them? Yeah. Well, would, would that be Lenny and Squiggy? Or would yes, that sir. Be- Leonard Lenny Kosnowski and Andrew Squiggy Squigman. Okay. Yes. Still going on the 80s, bro. Uh, okay, that's also 70s. Well, it went into the 80s, but you know. Yep. <laughs> Sidekick to Daryl Hall, John Oates. Oh, poor John. <laughs> So, well, there's always a sidekick. Yeah, everybody, everybody has to have a sidekick. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Wayne Cam- and- Wayne Campbell and. Uh, or I'll just say Wayne and. The Campbells. Oh, for fuck's sake! Wayne's World. Wayne and. I don't know. Wayne's World, yes, but what was his name? You're gonna get a five minutes in the penalty box if you don't say his name whose name wayne's sidekick don't look it up oh wayne's world yeah um and garth okay there you go took you long uh, enough to look it up on your phone you're thinking of something i you said wayne campbell well that's his name wayne oh, campbell and garth elgar well there's an actually wayne campbell so yeah. i didn't know where you're going with that yeah there is an actual Wayne Campbell. He's on a public access show in uh, but, but Aurora, talking. Illinois. No. Never mind. Side, sidekick to Mick Jagger? Yeah, Keith Richards. Yes, of course. Yeah, they, get, they have blood transfusions together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ? Uh, uh, Whoa. Here's a good one. Sidekick to Larry Sanders. Oh. Mm. You got to know Larry Sanders. Larry Steinfeld. No. Well, he played his, he played the writer of the Seinfeld show on the Sanders, Larry Sanders show. Who is Larry Sanders' sidekick? Who is his sidekick on the talk show? I'll give you a hint. Hey, now. Mr. Hank Kingsley. Okay. That, meh. Hey now, Hank Kingsley. Yeah, and where do you get Hey now from? Uh, Who's your Hey now? Howard Stern. No bullshit. Howard Stern took it, got it from him. No, God no. Howard Stern has been doing has been doing the Howard Stern show since the late mid seventies. Right, but the Hey now he got from Hank Kingsley. No, hundred percent. Nope. Okay, I want to bet you twenty bucks right now. On the air, I'm betting you 20 bucks. Do you really want to do this again? 20 bucks. I'm redeeming myself. I'm going to redeem myself. not paid for the first three you lost. So. Double double or nothing. Double nothing? That's still nothing. (laughs) Moving on. Agree to disagree. (laughs) Paul Simon's sidekick? Come on. That's that's just not nice. Who's Maverick's sidekick? Maverick. Uh, Goose. There you go. There you go, buddy. Mary Richards, a sidekick? I don't know. Mary Tyler Moore? Oh, Rhoda. Rhoda. Rhoda Morgenstern. He had a spinoff. 
They all had spinoffs on that show. Yeah, yeah, they did. They couldn't think of any names, so just Mary, Rhoda, huh? Lou Grant. Hi, Chris and Lee, the Flying Sleuth. <laughs> sidekick, to, sidekick to Napoleon Dynamite. Pedro. Pedro, there you go. God, such an idiot. <sighs> oh, sidekick. Oh, please tell me you watched Entourage. Nope. Oh, dude, you got to watch Entourage. Didn't watch it. It's such a good show. Nah, I didn't like it. Did you say, did you watch Burn, Burn Notice? I did not. I got to find something else to binge. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of running out of shit to watch. They're all binged out. There's a new show we started watching. It's on Netflix. It's called Who Killed Sarah? Yeah. It's good. It's it's good. It's one of those you watch it at the end. You're like, wait a minute. It's one of those twist and turn kind of shows. Do you ever find out who killed Sarah? I don't know. We haven't finished yet. We were only a few episodes in. But I'll tell you this. It's uh, they. How can I say this? It's like a Spanish show or like a. It's a foreign language. No. But hold on. But it's. It's sub not subtitles, but it's it's dubbed over in English. I can't watch those. No, you, it, it, it's okay though. It, 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 you can suspend your disbelief because it's not like the subtitles where you get to read it. Nope, can't do it. It's not like the Chinese stuff. Nope, I can't do it when the lips aren't matching the word. Mm, it's good though, dude. Out of Netflix, I'm I'm like, oh, looks great. Start it. Nah, nope. I've done that before when it was subtitles, and I'm like, it looks really good, and then like, I just can't do subtitles. But the the uh, the dub over I can do because it's done good, it's done well, and it's got a great story. It's good. Andy Wait. Taylor, huh? Andy Taylor's sidekick. Andy Griffith. Yes, sir. Uh, that would be done. Huh? What yeah. was this? Not Andy Taylor's. <laughs> what well, was Don Knotts? Okay, no. So Andy Taylor was the character on the Andy Griffith show. Who is Andy Taylor's sidekick? It's a layout. Don, Don Knotts was the was the human that played the character. Barney. Barney Fife. Come on, man. It's a layup. I, knew, I, just, I thought you were going by the real name. Nah, brah. Whatever. Don yeah. Knotts isn't Andy Griffith's sidekick. He's fucking hanging out with him. He's like, oh. Y'all arguing over. He's like, Andy, and cut. <sighs> I'm going to go I home hope- now. Soup the jewer. Yeah, soup dude. You saw that coming a mile down the road, didn't you? Oh, hey, Andy. How's <laughs> the prize? Goober. Homer, <laughs> you dumbass. Goober. Oh, Goober was from Yeehaw. Wait, was he from Yeehaw? Whatever. <laughs> no, Go- Goober, I think, was the uh, mechanic on the Dukes of Hazzard. That's who it was. Yeah, Goober oh. was the mechanic. Them boys is better than a possum when I snip up its asshole. <laughs> Freeze frame. Now, what do you? How do you think them dumb Duke boys going to get out of this one now, though? Boss hog is madder than a. Everybody was madder than a. <laughs> Daisy was hornier than a. Oh come on now. He had the shorts. I'm wearing a Here. pair. I'm wearing a pair right now. You seen her now? Oh. Looks like she was strapped to the front of the General Lee and slammed into a brick wall. Oh, come on now. Oh, yeah. 
Where's my sound effects? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, Conan O'Brien's sidekick. Yeah, I don't remember. Andy Richter. Richter. Yeah, I don't like him. Hmm. Get out of me. Oh, here's a good one. Sidekick. Huh? Howard Stern's sidekick. Uh, There's a couple. There's Bubba Booey. There's... There's uh, Artie Lang for a while. There's uh, always been Fred. Oh, Robin. Duh. Of course. I don't know why Robin didn't come to mind. Robin Quivers. And then there's Fred. And uh, there's Artie and Jackie the Joke Man. Yeah. Silent Fred. Silent Fred. Stuttering. John. Stuttering. Robert. I like how we, my favorite was would be like, you'd be like, hey, hey, Howard, I think we're I think we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the zoo and, and see all the the ant, the, the ant, monkeys at monkeys. <laughs> he would stutter on a word that changed it. Yeah, but you know what? That that <laughs> launched him into being, um, you know, the the, the manager. What the Tonight Show for? A yeah, while? yeah. What's the guy? Go. <laughs> Who was the sidekick to C. Montgomery Burns? C. Montgomery Burns? Margaret mm-hmm. Hulick. C. Montgomery Burns, also Uh-oh. known as Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns? I don't know. Waylon... Sure. Smithers. I don't know what I don't know these people. What year is this? Nineteen twelve. Dude, dude, from What's the Simpsons, Mister Burns, Homer's boss, uh, Smithers. Excellent, Smithers. See, see. Well, I don't follow their cartoon names, hmm. and uh, a lot of this. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want his real name? <laughs> Tim Jones. I don't know. Who is the sidekick to George Michael? Oh, don't. don't. This is getting old. Andrew Ridgely. That's great. We're almost done. Oh, look at this. Howard Stern, Robin Quivers. There we go. Yeah, that one. Who's Shrek's sidekick? Fiona. No, Donkey. Donkey? You're asking. You know, they're married now. So his sidekick really should be Fiona. It's true. Mr. Donkey. (laughs) Donkey. Donkey. Who voiced Donkey? Eddie Murphy. There you go. Who voiced Shrek? Mike Myers. And not the guy killing people. Correct. Mr. Rourke's sidekick. Oh, I'm not going with Mr. Rourke. No, I'm not giving it to you. No, Mr. Rourke's sidekick. I don't know who. You don't know Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island? I know. It's Tattoo. The plane. The plane. Sorry. A little. Ralph Cramden, Ed Norton. Midget. Wow. Yeah, I said it. Sherlock Holmes, Dr. Watson. Yeah. Lucy Ricardo. Who is Lucy's sidekick? Ricky. No. Ricky Ricardo. No. It's her female. Who's her female sidekick? Gracie. No. Gracie? I don't remember her name. Ethel Mertz. Yeah, okay. 
Who's Han Solo's sidekick? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry Seinfeld. It says George Costanza is a sidekick. <laughs> Interesting. Batman and Robin. And the number one. Who's Johnny Carson's sidekick? Hey, oh. Now that's hey, oh. That's, oh. Uh, Jesus, I forgot his name already. Come on. I'll give you a. Come on, I'll put you on Star Search if you get it. Come on. I know, I know. I can tell you what Come on, you got like. it. Come on. I don't remember it. Here's your answer. Hey, come on, man. Johnny Carson sidekick. I don't remember. I, uh, I don't know. Come remember. on, I'll give you a, a publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes check if you get it. There's something I have no idea. I don't know how many more times I'm going to tell you. For fuck's sake. Ed McMahon. Okay. Wow, Great. that was a layup. We're done, Mike. We're done. I'm, you're done. I want a divorce. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. I'm going to fight you all the way. Ooh, I'm, having, so, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> well, all that was was a discussion about names. I was just kind of curious as to as far as wherewith, with all, wherewith all. You're using big words today. Yeah, I got to the end of the the. Uh, Where? Sort of, let me finish but, your sentence for you. Wherewithal the eating competitions. Yeah. Wherewith all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're with the band. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you run out of Real words, you can make it up, you know, and I expostulate. Ooh, see, finally, finally, you're using the, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as I was thinking, like the sidekicks uh-huh. of television, you know, handling the taste that the, the whole the whole time. I mean, you had the ones that just you didn't think they were going to be like, you know, if you remember. Um, oh, Will and Grace. You know, you had those little side characters there, like Just Jack. Just Jack stole the show. Yeah. Well, Jack and Karen stole the show over Will and Grace almost every time. But they're the ones that got screwed the most in the beginning because they're brought on, again, low money. Sometimes, you know, they didn't even get put into the credits. Wow. They would put and guest blah, blah, blah. Until second or sometimes even third season, we're like, okay, this this person's not going anywhere. You know, they're they're definitely part of the team, right? You know, or one or or you see somebody, you're like, oh, this this is going to be a great character, and then they disappear. You're like, well, what just happened there? I kind of like that person. Yeah. Hmm. Tim Allen with uh, what it was uh, Home Improvements there. Yep, with uh, Al Borland. And now they have I, that show. I, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> they have that show. Um, I called. Assembly Required. Hmm. And they're together again, but it's, it's, a, it's a reality show. Really? I didn't know yep. they were together on a show. Yep, it's a reality show. It's right after Oak Island. Nice. Just plug in Oak Island. But it's right after Oak Island, and they're uh, they're together again. And he's Al's still wearing flannel. I mean, that guy has been typecast into that forever. And Tim Allen is kind of a douche on the show. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He talks about how wonderful he is with his thirty thousand dollars Rolex he's wearing. But, oh my hey, god, that's funny. 
So um, I've got something I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Big 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 Papa? You love it when I call you Big Papa. Uh, Hold on. Uh. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Uh. Oh, uh. sorry, it didn't fit. Dude, have you used Instacart? I have not. It is the. I'm not trying to to do it, do an advertisement for them, but but you're about to. Dude, it's awesome. So, you know, I haven't had a lot of time to, and or desire to go to Wegmans or to go to Price Chopper or any of the grocery stores. And I'm, and it's like, all right, like today, for example, I knew we, we were doing this. I had a lot of work to do today. I couldn't run to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? Five minutes, I'm going to do my shopping. Popped onto Instacart. Boom, boom, boom. Clicked a bunch of the items I had shopped for before. Uh, hit submit and scheduled it to be delivered tomorrow morning at eight o'clock. Nice. All my shopping will be done for the week, and I never had to do it. Paid for it. You can add coupons. You can you can add your shopper's card on there. I'm telling you, it's it is a great thing. Well, here's it's, the po- here's the positives of it. Like you said, for people that can't leave the house, they're homebound. You know what I mean? They're you know they're none of that that i described as you that's you're just lazy so um i'm lazy <laughs> such a dick so you want to go Ella? you know what it is though you know what's really good about that it it provides it's it's a service it provides more jobs for people that's that's a good part of it it's, it's not only that because that job never existed up until a couple years ago like let's face it that's oh. just a job that somebody pulled out of their ass made up and there you Nobody, go. Yeah, people are like, what? I'm going to have somebody run to McDonald's and pick me up a burger. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're right. Uber Eats, Grubhub. I, I never thought to use them. And then this, you know, pandemic hits and no one wants to leave the house. Right. And we've talked about how I I'm, I hate Grubhub. I hate Uber Eats. It puts everybody that's in the restaurant at the time to the back of the line, and that's, in my opinion, bullshit. But this Instacart, it's not hurting anybody. Nope. You you get it. They have they have people in there shopping. It's not affecting any other shoppers. They're not like we're closing these lanes down for Instacart. And nope. the thing, and here's the best part about it: there's people in there shopping. First of all, you know who they are because they got the green Instacart shirts on. Second yep. of all, they're not Gladys shopping around going, oh, my God, look at all these jellies. Which one should I choose from? In your freaking way when you're trying to get your shit done, Instacart mm-hmm. girl is flying through, going off her list, getting her shit done, getting in, getting out. You can watch the progress on on the phone. Because in the past, what I did was like, <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't want to leave. I'm in the middle of something. You know, some of these things that I do for work are time consuming. Um, but I, I'm like, Ugh. so I've got the, I've got my phone sitting there, the apps on and I'm watching it. Blink milk, blink bread. I'm like, nice. I know. I'm like exactly where they are in the store. I'll bet you frozen foods next. Blink, blink. Then I get a text. They're out of this. What would you, what do you, what do you want instead? I'll take that. Okay. Blink. Done. So you're watching it. Bloop. Frozen pizza. Bloop. Another frozen pizza. Bloop. Another frozen pizza. Bloop. Another yeah. frozen pizza. Bloop. Another frozen pizza. Bloop. Diet pills. 
X Lax. Low carb, low sugar muffin. Yeah, this will even it all out. No, you know what else I don't do? I don't impulse shop that way. That's what I was going to get at. I'm not walking down the I'm down the aisle going. How, how many if how many people out there? And if you don't raise your hand right now, you're a liar. How many people out there have run into the store for bread, milk, and you, bread and milk, and you walk out with eighty bucks worth of stuff, yeah. and sometimes without the fucking bread and milk. Dude, how many times you buy enough stuff and you're going, "There's no frogging way this is going to fit in my freezer." Right. So now, every time. Hey. Honey, we're having mac and cheese and tuna noodle casserole for dinner. Especially when you go to Costco. Yeah. Because everything comes in these giant containers. Like, I've done that. We drive it home. We're going, how the hell is all this stuff going to fit in there? When we get home, we about to put 30 pounds of potatoes into a 10-pound sack. <laughs> 27 chicken thighs cooked for 99 cents. This place is awesome. You get home, you you're like, yeah, I'm done with that. Why? Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm sick of chicken. We just bought chicken for the year. What do you mean you're sick of chicken? We I had know, it once. I am so sick of chicken. <laughs> Beef is so freaking expensive. It's like, I'm telling you, for the price of meat, quote unquote meat now, you might as well go vegan. Yeah, right. A lot of people didn't go vegan or vegetarian because the prices were like, I'm not going to pay $11 for a hamburger. You're paying it now. Right. It's yeah. ridiculous. The only thing more expensive than meat is uh, plywood right now. <laughs> but you still can't eat it. Well, you can if you're a termite. I heard you like the wood better. I love the wood. <laughs> Shout out to Heather at the wood. What up, girl? Damn it, Janet. All of Damn our it. favorites. Hey. Uh, Dude, they listened to it one time. It's another. <laughs> and this is not the time. Yeah, no. They won't. So... Uh, a termite walks into a bar and says, hey, is the bartender here? Uh-huh. Did I tell you about the giraffes that walked into the bar? No. You hear what he ordered? What did he Two order? High- Two highballs. Oh, perfect. A string walks into a bar. <laughs> a string? A string walks into the bar. Yeah. He says to the bartender, can I have a drink? He's, you know, here so the string goes outside he wriggles himself all up ties a little knot in his stomach messes up his hair he walks in he says hey can i have a drink bartender says we don't serve string here he says i'm afraid not <laughs> i knew that one i was just letting you get it out but all right dumb jokes aside <clears throat> there. oh, oh di- fine. wait a, a dyslexic walks into a bra. Into a rub. <laughs> Not into a... A dyslexic walks into a rub. <laughs> now that we've offended the five different categories of people. You're, you're so mud. <laughs> Stupid. So here's another thing about the Instacart and why I can't do it. Other than I'm not lazy. Um, you don't want other people touching your food. Yes. I don't want other, not so much touching it, I don't want other people, like, picking out my vegetables. You know the best part of today, though? What? I'm using... Your what? I'm sitting at your microphone. You motherfucker better not be. Oh, yeah. Breathing all over it. Douche fluting it. 
Oh, come on. Don't get your post-COVID syndrome all over my stuff. I may even polish my two uh, incisors with it. You're disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want anybody touching your foot. No, yeah, well, no, not so much touching it though, but just picking it out. You know what I mean? Like I, when you, when I pick out a pepper, a green pepper, truth be told, I probably touch like seven or eight of them until I get the right one that I want. Everybody does it. Whatever you're gonna wash it when you get home anyway. I heard you do that a lot when you're picking out nuts. You touch a lot of nuts before. You yeah, go. yeah, yeah, and sausage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Dick. Yeah, but you'll go to Ichiban. Or, or any of those um, hibachi places and let the guy just sweat all over your oh. and, and he makes you dinner and and that noise was you know, hibachi man's I, I got that yeah. yeah that was just don't they have cream for that by the way it's a cream? preparation H right for Ichiban uh, no if they Actually, don't get any on you. I hear you will disappear, being that you are such a pain in the ass. Or <laughs> follow oh, it. Oh, Billy wants is a hug. That was for your last joke. Uh. Uh. Damn it. So we've what? got some uh, some fun stuff Mike and I were talking about. Uh, a little bit ago, and uh, we're going to be doing some, we do obviously taste tests. We don't have one this week, but we are going to be doing some taste tests in a different kind of way coming up soon. So uh, just a little preview on that. Um, we're going to be doing some comparisons of some foods. We've got some great ideas of some things we're going to be doing, so I can do a compare for that. I'm going to give you guys a preview of upcoming show. That was good. What are you eating? I, I can't tell you. I was just that was just a preview. You're stupid. Mm. I don't like that that much. There. That was a little bit of a taste of what's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I got another thing I gotta ask. What do you gotta ask me, Mikey? We ask questions all the time, so I'm gonna ask you some questions. As long as it's not a list. No, it's not a list. Actually, it's it's a it's a bunch of questions that I kind of uh, put together here. Okay. So I could ask you. Um, first question. I'm ready. What is your social security number? No. <laughs> it, oh. <laughs> Two. Uh, what do you value most in other people? That's that's what I want to know. What you value most. In other people. Go. Just like people in general or like friends or just in general? When you, when you have people around you, what do you value the most in them? Uh, honesty. Um, sense of humor. I value um, being real. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, how does they, it fail to be a deep question? <laughs> they have to. Uh, they have to laugh at my jokes. I'll value them more if they do. Well, they have to have a, a very terrible sense of humor. <laughs> right. Yeah. I. Uh, so that's why we're friends. Um, 
I think you're over pushing that one. I think I hit it. I think I hit it right there. You know, they got to be real. Got to be honest. Um, yeah. This, then, then you've got one of those friends in the group that's just either a they're trying too hard. Yeah. Or b they're just they're just so full of shit. And you're like, really, dude? Don't if you drop one more name with me, I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. Because I have a you don't have any friends like that. I've got a lot of name droppers. Not friends, acquaintances. My name droppers. Well, let's put a warrant out for him. <laughs> no, he's such a playboy. Um, this will be the one episode out of, you know, 55 of them that all of a sudden, you were talking about me. Send my hitman after you. I got another question for you. What's that? You could go back and prevent one thing from happening, what would you choose? It could be personal. It could be historical. What would you choose? This is a slam dunk, home run, layup, whatever you want to call it. 9-11. Nope. Oh, I thought you were. My mother passing away. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Hundred percent. Well, yeah, no. Thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I was taking it a different route. Um, because yes, I would love loved ones to still be here, but the way I saw the country change the way it did after nine eleven, um, I would like to take that away. I would like to save those thousands of people. I'd like to see the country stay you know together the way it, the way it, uh, it was mm-hmm. and uh yeah I, i'd like to have prevented that uh not to say who knows some other catastrophe catastrophic event could have happened because of you know that not happening but uh, that's one of the ones i would try to take back that makes sense and then, uh, yeah, so that's, 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 uh, it's funny because they use it, this app is the one giving me a lot of these questions. And the next question was, where were you on 9-11? So we don't even need to go into that. Ponderosa uh, Steakhouse. No, I wasn't eating the buffet until I was gluttonous pig. I was working there. The world's falling apart. Terrorist attacks. More, more. Why aren't there more chicken wings on the buffet? Everybody out. Billy, come on. No, these potatoes aren't going to eat themselves. <laughs> Excuse me. What do you mean everybody out? I know the meaning of all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where were gonna... you in the world? Stop turning at the buffet. I told you where I love it. Where were you? Uh, I think you well, did. I think you did tell me this. I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be down there in a meeting um, at, at my office uh, down at, at uh, Avenue of Americas, which is a couple blocks from the Trade Center. And I didn't go down um, because a bar here locally was opening. Um, it was the grand opening for Fuel and the owners and, and I were friends. And they said, well, don't go. And, and I was going to go down with my friend Rags. And um, noble like, we were going to go down to the Feast of Saint Gennaro, which was was that was the day of, 
9-11. So we did the grand opening of the bar. I went into my office here locally and I called the office down in New York and said, we are, I'm not going to be there this morning. I stayed in Syracuse. I'm driving down tonight and we'll have the meeting tomorrow. And as I was talking to my employee phone, the first, and he said, I think a weather helicopter or something just clipped the World Trade Center because there's smoke coming up from it. And I said, get out. And then uh, a couple minutes later, he's, somebody from the conference room said, hey, the World Trade Center, a plane hit it. I said, I'm on the phone with Joe, uh, so-and-so on right now. And and Joe said, this is that's really weird that's uh, on the news already. And then as we were talking, the second plane flew over our building. And uh, we could hear, I could hear it on the phone with me at, at the second uh, the that's, second time. That's crazy. Yeah. So I was here. I was supposed to be there, but the worst part of all, <laughs> is uh, I had a standing reservation at the Millennium Hilton across the street. Same room every other week. I didn't even have to check in. I just went went to my room. And I know how stupid I am. And if something like that was going on outside, I'd have stayed there looking out my window. Well, when the second tower came down, the whole front of that hotel blasted in. And people were injured because the glass from the windows of the hotel room that, that were floor to ceiling high. What went ripping through the room wow. and people cut up and I'd have, I probably would have been either cut up or dead or whatever, Jesus. you know, and if I stay in Hoboken, I would have been underneath the world Trade from the path station. So I dodged, I dodged the bullet. That's you know? crazy, man. Yeah. And my parents, my mother didn't know that I didn't go down. So I had to call her. And she, <clears throat> it was, it was traumatic. I remember wow. I was, I was working Ponderosa, like I said, and I was listening to the Howard Stern show. And they were talking, they're interviewing somebody or just shooting the shit. And someone came in and said, Hey, Howard, Howard, uh, on the news, it's saying that uh, a plane, a small plane, may have flown into the World Trade Center. It's like, Oh my God, geez. Oh, they're talking. And then, like a, a few minutes later, someone's like, Another plane hit it. What? Another plane hit it. Look. immediately he said it's a terrorist attack i guarantee it's a terrorist attack and he's like saying like all this stuff right that eventually came true like he it's he just like boom 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 was like holy shit like a week later i'm like wow he called all that like in seconds you know he was smart dude you know the grips uh the grips brought a uh police officer that there at at ground zero digging out for for weeks wow weeks and ended up uh being affected medically being affected and uh got uh early retirement from wow because of it yeah in That's fact crazy. we've got Joe one day he, he he's a funny guy and uh great guy he could tell some stories so oh, nice but yeah uh you know people that don't know you know, the, one of the questions that, that this app said to me, that asks, what's the worst thing you've ever witnessed? And I think I would say when I went down, finally was allowed to go down to go to my office there. Um, the World Trade Center, again, being only blocks, a few blocks away from my office, um, was still smoldering. And to see a, a pile of twisted metal and rubber, rubbish and rubble 
as high as as high as any building that we have. Mm-hmm. Twenty stories of rubble. It's just and and it's just something you'll I'll never ever forget. Yeah, you know, I know we kid a lot about stuff on this on our on the show, but that's something definitely true to my heart that uh, was one of the worst days. Something will stick with you forever. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we hope that none of our our kids or our kids uh, kids or great great grandchildren will ever have to go through anything like that. You know exactly. All right, give me another. Give me one more question. Give me something that's going to turn this ship around here. Not in the uh, Suez Canal, though, because we don't need that blockage. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask you this. What teacher or mentor that you've had throughout your life played the biggest impact on who the, that made you into who you are today? And let's not say, a, you know, some, some rest star or something. I mean, somebody that you actually that made you who you are today. What teacher or mentor? Hmm. Give me a second here. Sorry. Um, hmm. My, my, all I'm at a go to would be my parents. But that's an easy answer. Yeah, that's easy. That's an easy I mean, answer. They my old man too. You know, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, obviously. Um mm-hmm. another name that uh comes to mind is uh one of my old bosses. Um one of the nicest humans uh I've met in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh Bill Mertz. He was my uh he was my uh, my manager for years at Ponderosa when I worked there, mm-hmm. and he was there. Um, he bent an ear a lot of times for me over our our uh, our times working there together. And I remember um, when uh, when we found out that. Um, we were having our first child. It was quite a shock. And uh, it was something that rocked me because I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it, wasn't planning on it, wasn't, and I, I would never ever want anything but that. You know, I love my daughter. But mm-hmm. it's just one of those things, just like, whoa, it floored me and it affected me. And uh, one night after uh, after work, we were done, and we were both closing. He said, hey, follow me over down across the street. So he took me, went down around the corner to this little bar down the street, and uh, went in there, bellied up to the bar, and just had some drinks and shot the shit and just let me pour it all out, you know what I mean, and just listened. And gave me sound advice and gave mm-hmm. me it was it was awesome. And I remember that. I'm 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 getting old and I got a bad memory about stuff, but that there I remember like it was uh like yesterday. And that he is just a a great guy. 
mm-hmm. uh, shirt shirt off shirt off the back kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna say my parents, and then uh, as soon as you ask that question, even before my parents, like his his name popped into my head. So I'm gonna go with Bill Mertz. That's cool. I had I had a boss that I uh, I attributed a, you know I worked for my father for three number of years and learned a lot about what I do you know as far as uh, work ethic and salesmanship, um, customer service type stuff. Uh-huh. I had a manager the complete opposite of my father at one point that was just would verbally just and mentally just beat the shit out of me. And everybody's like, well, how do you even, how do you even like this guy? I'm like, at first I didn't, I was like, what a jerk this guy is. But one day he was busting my chops, busting my chops. And I looked, I said, yeah, whatever. I got stuff to do. And he goes, finally, I said, what? He goes, I wanted you to finally get to the point in your sales career that you didn't let what people said affect you or affect you your daily routine or your job and the more I thought about that i was like no matter what we do in the service industry and sales industry and anything there's going to be people and customers and and people in our lives that are going to be naysayers and just throw as the kids say now throw shade at you and if you let it get to you that people don't even realize how much that how toxic that can be. But if you get to the point where you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, you have your opinion. Shut up, I got shit to that was the best that was one of the best pieces of advice I ever had. And that's why, yeah, I may come across as an asshole a lot of times, but I don't I'm trying not to let people really affect me. Right. And I find the only people that really can affect me are the ones that are already past the outer shell. So Somebody that I don't care about could be like, you're a dick. And I'm like, yeah, I am. You're right. Shut up. But as soon as somebody like a friend or a family, you know, or, you know, my daughter or something is like, you're mean. Holy cow. It's like, you can't let that one go. You're past the force field. You know? Right, right, right. Like, holy crap. It affects me for like two days. You know, my daughter, every now and then we get in a little tiff and she throws something at him and, you know, and I'll fire back at her and we go, go head to head, but you know, the relationship, my daughter, you know, and you've mentioned it on the show. I mean, it's, of course. We're, we're as close as daughter could be, but boy, when she lets me have it, it's like, Hey, I'm sad now. <laughs> you know? Right. But that, that one, that one mentor or teacher, that's, that's all he did. He just kept busting my chops until finally I blew it off and then he stopped. It wasn't he was bullying me. He was just trying to teach me that people say stupid stuff and you just got to ignore it. Yep. If more people in this world ignored the idiots, we wouldn't have riots and we wouldn't have, you know, people just going crazy out there. Just going crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of injustices in this world, but just stay in your lane. Worry about the two things that you can control and don't worry about anything that you can't. Right. So that's why uh, I, you know, we kid about politics and stuff. I don't like talking politics. I have no control over it. Right. The only thing I control is I go in the little in the little booth. I pull the lever and I walk away. Right. Hypothetical. You did your part. You know? 
I did my part. And if yeah. I didn't, and if you don't win, meh, it is what it is. Meh. You know, I mean, I've never seen this country so like wrapped up in all this, all the bullshit. Right. Don't sweat the small stuff because the stuff, the small <laughs> stuff is the stuff, like you said, that you can't control. They could make issues over what kind of a straw you use. Come on. Right. Trust me, there are no sea turtles in Onondaga County. Oh, yeah? I'll debate that. <laughs> All right, uh, brother. You know what? My shtick, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, see? Guess what? Guess what else is our shtick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy! Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to take it home right now from dishing it out with me and the big guy, my sidekick, Big Papa. That's right. I said it. Uh, uh, my Robin. Yeah. Uh, uh. We are going to do some of those uh, taste test ideas coming up very, very soon. Uh, and boy, I am looking forward to that. And I better not eat a big meal before it. Dishing it out podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash dishing out podcast. You can check us out on the Insta. You can check us out on, on the Twitter. Addition out podcast at gmail.com. YouTube, YouTube, that's right. YouTube. YouTube. Uh, uh. All right. Taste yeah. test coming up soon. Bill's attacking. Also, one more time, we got Mike's a dick. <laughs>